You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, hey, mamas. I'm taking a break in between virtual school learning here with the kiddos to deliver a new episode that I recorded earlier today with Stephanie Packer. And it was about a year ago, actually, that her and I recorded. And the last episode that we did together was all about saying empowered in your health, which is still as... Um, relative and important today as it was a year ago. So go check that out if you want to stay empowered in your health. But today we're going to be talking about something also imperative for health, for wellness, for success, for happiness, and that is emotional intelligence, the most important skill to develop for yourself, for your family, for your children, for your future, for everything. It is so, so, so imperative. So EI, what is your EI? Don't care about your IQ. I want to know how you guys are all doing with your emotions, your emotional intelligence. Now, this right here is something that I have learned a lot about. I've done a lot of like peeling back and learning and unlearning um, over the last decade plus uh, right alongside um, Steph, who is one of my biz and life besties, Steph, Steffi, Stephanie Packer. So let's dive into this episode. And uh, she and I are going to share our journey, our learnings, our tools for you, our resources. And as always, it's all about just empowering you on your journey to live the best life that you can. All right, Let's dive in. All right. Welcome, everybody. I'm here with my friend, Steph, and Steph is here with me. And this podcast is actually, I think, going to appear on both of our podcasts. So for those of you who don't know me and are meeting me through Steph's podcast, I'll introduce myself. And then, Steffi, you could do the same thing. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. So my name is Krista Rialba and I'm the host of the Ambitious Mama podcast. And you probably guessed it. I am a mom of two. And yes, I am ambitious and I love the word ambition, but uh, my whole goal and just like my intention every single day is just to empower you with conversations, tools, resources, knowledge that just connects you to your inner knowing that inner compass of that tells you that you've got this. So that's my goal every day. And I just really want to be your guide, your GPS to helping you feel empowered in every aspect of your life. So that is me. Over to you, Steph. And you do such a beautiful job of that. And I feel like I have a very similar bio minus the mama part. So um, my name's Steph Packer, and I've also been on this quest for, oh my gosh, so many years of just being the best that I can be so I can show others how to do the same for themselves. And, you know, whether that's through business, through life, through spirituality, it's a big mission of mine to help you cut the ties to the things that are holding you back so that you can soar into your maximum potential. Um, A big part of my theme is vibrate, vibrate higher. So that's, that's really, you know, the, the name of the game for me is how can I vibrate at a high frequency for myself 
then I have so much energy to pour into other women so that they can do the same for themselves and the ripple effect that creates for their whole family, their community, their businesses. And um, yeah, so I'm also a podcast host. So if you're meeting me through Krista, my name is Steph Packer and my podcast is Design Your Vibe. So you're gonna learn probably more about us as we talk through this episode, but I'm just so excited. We're finally introducing and you know, just interviewing each other because we've known each other for so long and it was just like bound to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And yes, yeah, Steph, definitely design your vibe. If you want to elevate your vibe, she is the girl to follow always. And um, Steph, as I was driving today, I was thinking like, hey, what are we going to chat about? And I mean, I've just seen you just elevate and evolve so much over the years. And I'm, we've both been on this journey of, of so much personal growth and mindset growth. It's, it's really been incredible. So we could have really pulled any number of topics out of a hat and gone to town. And we almost did. We're like, what do we talk about? Just pull it out of a hat. And, uh, but we wanted to, to definitely serve our audience, uh, all of you guys, as best as we can. So to have a conversation that is coherent and not just a bunch of inside jokes and me giggling. So <laughs> um, we thought it'd be great to talk about emotional intelligence. And I know that sounds like a big old word. I'm showing you this book, even though you probably can't see it. Uh, <laughs> emotional intelligence and how it relates to business leadership, but also just plain old everyday life. So whether you're an entrepreneur, you're in a career, um, or you just go to the grocery store and have a regular life, we want to make sure that we're empowering you with this um, EI, not IQ, EI, right? And um, Seth, would you say that that's more important than IQ in terms of living a successful life? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Um, I think emotional intelligence, I mean, I'm, I'm so grateful that we were introduced to that concept so many years ago, because it really has shaped a lot of my values and, and where I am in my life right now. Um, but I really believe out of any skill set of the future, especially emotional intelligence is going to be number one. And I think that's something that we can't take lightly, like it, it's just going to cultivate a happier person a more grounded person, mm -hmm. a more sane, because let's be real, the world is cuckoo right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree. It's way, it's the most important skill. Yeah. And in, in, in your marriage, your relationships with your children, it's so much, it's, it's such a, it should be taught in school. I'm not sure if it is right now, but if it's not, uh, let's definitely find a class on that for our children. Um, I know that there's actually a few classes on oat school, which I'm a huge fan of, um, and emotional intelligence. And it's something that I'm teaching to my 10 year olds and trying to model as well for my younger son. Um, but this is something that I see as such a, it can be a game changer. It could also be a game breaker. Um, for people who have so much potential and they have great intentions as well and what they're looking to accomplish, but the littlest kind of side swipe throws them off kilter. So should we go through some kind of some um, examples of this that we've seen as business mentors first? Yeah, let's do that. Let's start there. Yeah. So Steph and I are, that's definitely a hat that we wear as business mentor when we, um, we mentor men and women around the world to build successful online businesses and wellness. 
and online and, um, you know, to help people to connect to multiple streams of income. So um, I'm thinking of a specific example of a woman who is absolutely incredible, who's in um, my life and in my business. And um, she is, I guess you would say type A. So meaning she is a high achiever. She's really hard on herself. Um, So this is where the emotional intelligence I see with her and a few other people kind of who fit the same kind of personality is that whole comparisonitis that kind of kicks in, right? And that's also definitely a part of emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence is really, it, it empowers you in how you feel and it take you're taking your power back. So if you are thrown off by what someone else is doing, it's almost like they're succeeding at you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or for parents, they're parenting at you when they're just, trying to do their own, like the best job they can do. That is um, something that can really throw you off your game. So it's something that we talk about a lot. Um, You know, you see it online, don't compare yourself to others, yada, yada. But what does that really look like? So in this specific example, it's like, okay, so blinders on for a second. What do you want to create in your business and what's going to help you feel good? Because it's not going to look like how he does it, how she does it. And that really helped her to take her power back to know that her path and her journey was her own. But until that point, it was like she was succeeding, but someone else was coming up like, you know, almost like she was like racing and someone had a success and it was, she she took it so personally, even though it had nothing to do with her. Have you seen that? Oh my gosh, every day. Yeah. Every day. And I think because, um, you know, again, a value of yours and mine is, harboring emotional intelligence i feel like you see it so much louder and crisper and more vividly because it's it's something that i personally work on for me so i'm so um i'm so sensitive to it when someone just has never even considered the fact that emotional intelligence is an important thing or they don't even know what it is um 100% and i see it in business all the time too you know like when you bring someone on board to mentor them and they have these big ambitions they have these goals and one little thing doesn't go as planned Mm -hmm. right out the gate i mean hey that's business and that's life so you kind of have to (laughs) just accept that um and roll with the punches but like that one little thing triggers them and they just spiral out and then all of a sudden they're blaming people and they're mad at people and it's like how am i ever supposed to succeed and it's like you know if you're gonna let every little hiccup stop you from really stepping into those ambitious goals like you're going to be treading water for a long time and that's not a good feeling absolutely so is one way of encompassing emotional intelligence um personal responsibility oh yeah definitely personal responsibility so you so no one can make you angry it's like choosing to what, how you're going to respond um, and also identifying, okay, is there anything for me? It's like, okay, so this is happening. This is how I walk through it in my head. I'm not sure if it would be the same for you. Let me know. But if someone's like having some sort of um, loud or angry or negative emotion around me, I'm like, okay, 
this is happening. Is there anything that I personally can take responsibility for, can adjust, can um, like a, you know, apologize or atone for that maybe I can take responsibility for? And I do that action and then I'm like, okay, so the rest of it's not mine or maybe none of it's mine whatsoever. And then I like energetically kind of dust myself off and it's like not mine, that is theirs. Send love to them if I have it in me, but if not, it's just like that's theirs and and just kind of like remove myself, but, but know that I can't take that on. And I think, I mean, you said a few things there. I, I agree with every single thing you said. And I feel like one of the biggest responsibilities for us is to check in and say, am I responding or am I reacting? Like, because mm -hmm. a reactive person is never really going to, they're always going to be reacting. Everything's going to trigger them. They're always going to be upset and mad. And again, it's going to be everybody outside of them, their fault, the blame, finger pointing. So when you can sit with it instead if something doesn't go your way or it triggers you and you can actually sit there and take a moment to respond responsibly compassionately then i feel like you're going to see the world in a much better lens it's going to just it's gonna it's gonna feel like the world's not against you it's actually like working with you if that makes sense absolutely so responding for me i would definitely likely need to take a moment to like like actually physically step back or put the phone down or um if like if i'm going to write something like wait a moment to send it or even better yet the next day so that it just like that's the really the the check-in am i reacting or am i responding right yeah and that's totally different energy totally different energy and i'm the same way i i mean i can be spicy like that's one of the reasons why i am pouring myself into emotional intelligence is because I can be a spicy Scorpio. That's like just who, who I can be. And I know that. And I don't like when that side comes out. Sometimes it's necessary. And that's also, yeah. you know, we're not saying that you can't have explosions and get your emotions out because you do. You need healthy measures and mechanisms and techniques to to process all of that. Yeah. Um, but I also very much have to step away and it can generally take me, I mean, it's not as long now, depending on the situation, but like taking a moment and pausing and actually processing instead of outwardly like flipping out. Um, that I think if, if more people could do that, <laughs> just think of how much more peace there would be around us. Absolutely. Then I, like if you do react, which we're all going to do, like you just said, um, you can actually, first of all, forgive yourself, like, you know, make any amends that you need to from whatever you did. Um, but I'm definitely guilty of it. And, you know, I don't think any of us are not. I mean, made them, definitely there's some people who are, who are <laughs> further evolved in their journey. But it does happen from time to time. Um, and in that, I like to reflect and say, okay, Krista, what's going on? Because you're obviously burnt out. You're tired. That was kind of like you know, if the explosion, the reaction is like, it's like an iceberg, right? There's probably a lot under here that we're not seeing. And, and in my case, it could be like, you know, tired, um, not listening to my intuition, lack of self-care. Um, you know, I didn't say no. So maybe I was resentful and something went wrong or like, you know what I mean? So 
So really when you, when you do react also, you know, make, make any amends necessary, but then also reflect and say, okay, whoa, that's obviously a symptom of something much bigger. I'm not mad at the person who cut me off or my husband for doing something, I don't know, that's maybe not that big of a deal. Um, and just really look at how you could have adjusted. And it's, I think for, for me as a, um, uh, not everyone listening is a, um, a mom or a dad, but those of you who are, you know what it's like if you're not, you know, that, you know, your kids might just be doing something they always do and then you just kind of lose it. And that's just a really great invitation to say, okay, let's rewind the tape here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and how could I have adjusted? And then for me, um, I'll always go back to my children if that happens and I'll say, okay, so this is what I realized and I'm sorry I reacted that way um, to also teach, to model, to model emotional intelligence. And that's how you do it by, by sharing your journey. Yeah. And I think that's so important to call yourself out and, and then go and show your kiddos Mm-hmm. the standard for, you know, I, I did something, I'm not perfect. I don't expect you to be perfect, but it is important to acknowledge it and, um, to invite it, to, to invite yourself in to see like, why did that happen? Right. Yeah. Uh, I think too many people are just on autopilot mm-hmm. and they don't really consider that. They just think, oh, I'm just in a crap. It's a crappy week. This is a super crappy week. Everything's pissing me off and everything is annoying, but no, it's like, as that quote goes, was it really a bad day or was it just like one little second that you turned into this like huge snowball, which I think a lot of people do. And then if you're following like law of attraction and all that kind of stuff, where your energy goes is what's going to expand. So if you're constantly focusing on things to to be triggered about, that's all you're going to see. That's Mm going to breed more and more things to upset you. So, um, you know, I, I, I know for you and I, we very much try to look on the positive side mm-hmm. and focus on positive energy. And what, it's not a surprise that that's majority of what our day looks like is because that's where our energy and our intention and our focus goes, right? And also that, I mean, what law of attraction or not, that's still emotional intelligence because it's where you're putting your efforts. It's where you're focusing. It's... Um, what you're deciding to let into your mind and your life versus what you're not. Yeah, I'm, hit, I'm taking notes here <laughs> um, because there's so many different thoughts coming to my head too. It's like ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I, I've seen this literally at Shoppers Drug Mart. That's like a you know a pharmacy. Um, a two middle-aged men who've looked kind in any other day, but I don't know exactly what happened, but someone bumped into someone or something. And then it just exploded in like a, like a literally a name calling F bomb throw in, in the middle of the coach. Like, I'm just like, I felt so bad. My, my heart was like, I just wanted to go hug these two guys and say, it's okay guys. Like I know you're under a lot of stress because you could tell they weren't like brooding, like, you know, toxic masculinity situation it was just like they were both just kind of at their limit so i think like um if if anyone's ever reacting to you like that if you can try to plant the seed if we all can plant the seed that okay like what happened in their day uh-huh. you know because like uh, like um i'm just thinking back to when i when curtis was just a baby and i like 
I literally lost it on like an old lady, like who like grabbed my card or something and Mark and Curtis was in it or something like that happened, you know, but it was like, obviously I was a tired, sleep deprived mom who was going through postpartum, et cetera. But it's like, um, you know, it's just a little thing that she said and she criticized me or something, but you know, it's like, I want to go back to me in that moment and be like, oh mama, it's okay. You know, because you know, of course I felt so bad. So maybe we can plant that seed for like, that can be part of our emotional intelligence is like when we see that reaction or when we have a reaction, like a quick, you know, reaction from our children or spouse or whoever it is, it's like, okay, oh, they're having a bad moment, something like that's, again, just the iceberg showing its angry little face. Totally. And as cliche as it sounds, love is the answer, right? So usually, usually you just have to love on those people, even when it's like the last thing you want to do. And like, want to fight? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, of course, you want to kind of you know, do all the things that you want to do to get your rage out back at them. But that's never going to, that's not going to equate a happy ending, right? Um, so as much as you can, I think it is, uh, but this also goes back to your foundation. Like you have to have that emotional intelligence foundation to even be in a place to say, okay, that person's pissing me off, but I'm going to send them love anyway. Mm. And it's hard. Like, you know, that's super hard, super hard. And you got to be real, you got to take real good care of yourself to be in a place that you can do that. Yeah. It's not always easy, but when you can do that, I promise you, you'll feel a billion times better. And the other person on the other end, they might not know, they might not realize in the moment, you might make them even more angry when you're like this little love and light, little light beam kind of thing. I'm sending you love. But at the end of the day, that is going to affect them in a positive way. It might a little bit to penetrate like through their anger, right? Yeah. And if they're not open to that, it's like, okay, so I, I see that you're really angry. I see that you're frustrated. Um, do you want to talk about it? Do you want space? You know, you can actually ask them, but just like acknowledging how they're feeling too um, is really helpful. And I mean, I'm just thinking also is like, mama language here mm-hmm. too but um i see that this is going on do you want space do you want to hug do you want to talk it out do you want to get outside you don't want me at all i'm here when you need me you know mm-hmm. like but just like to rather than like again you could react even if you're reacting in a positive way it can actually be adding gas to the fire right you're like what's going on oh my god what can i do and you're just like bah! yeah <laughs> um okay also um our emotions are, they bring us such great lessons, right? So the other day um, I was, uh, I was working on something and, and work very, 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 like I'm talking about very rarely, like blue moon regularly, like uh, irregularly, it like um, makes me frustrated, but I was frustrated in a moment and I was like, Oh, I'm frustrated right now. What can I do with this? And it was actually a total breakthrough. So I was actually frustrated because I lost some business because someone was a little bit more savvy than me with some SEO stuff and whatever. And I was like, let's freaking go. And I got on the phone with like an, an SEO wizard. And I, I took that, that opportunity to actually get an invitation to like, Krista, you're frustrated right now. Well, how can we use this in a positive way? Mm-hmm. And that's also, I could have been like complaining. I could have been like talking about it and like, what would have that have done? So maybe sometimes also like your emotions can give you an invitation to create some change. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, um, 
you guys, if you follow my podcast, you know that I'm big into EFT, emotional freedom technique. And I've been, I mean, for a decade now, that's been a go-to tool for me, um, for myself, but also to show others. And it's, and it's an amazing tool because it's showing you what are your emotions like telling you what, what, so a lot of people don't realize that those frustrations and all that stuff sits in our body. Like we hold on to emotions and so using it either as um, a product for good, like you did. So it kind of, you got frustrated, but you turned it around. Um, I also believe you could do that because you had the tools already to be emotionally equipped and to be able to do that. Because a lot of people, they wouldn't be able to convert that so fast into action. They would sit with it. They would bitch about it. They'd be upset. Um, they would harbor such anger for this other person that's more savvy than them instead of using it as a, a positive right um so doing things like eft and and also just having that basis of emotional freedom it's going to allow you to do these things a lot faster for yourself to process it a lot faster and then what happens is you're going to shift everything way quicker way way quicker than if you were to just sit in it for who knows a day a week whatever Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many things we could talk about, but it's, um, I think it's another way that it really helps me. I think it was Byron Katie who taught me this Byron Katie, who does the work.com. Um, if something's happening to you, so if, for example, whatever you're mad about, I'm mad that my, my spouse, um, like, you know, he, 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 I'm just making something up right now, Mike, this is not you, FYI, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> but I'm mad that he, you know, he said he was going to do the laundry, didn't do the laundry. He doesn't do what I ask him to do. I feel like I'm carrying the load, whatever it is. So whatever it happened to you, and it could be something even more extreme, like someone cheated or lied to you or something. But if I called up Steph and I said, can you believe that, that Mike did X, Y, Z, okay? Um, again, I don't do that, Mike, FYI. Uh, but if I did that, Steph would be hearing that with a compassionate ear as a friend and be like, oh, yeah, that, that, that sucks. I can see how that would make you mad. But, her, but she's not feeling that emotion because it's, she's listening to a friend tell her. So if you can listen, if you can be your own friend and listen to yourself tell you what what's going on to experience that and witness it from that perspective so if you're on the other side of the phone and if i was hearing steph say something to me and be like okay well let's see here what can we do what can how can we communicate better what's something you can do to feel better right now it, so you're taking the action without the weight and the confusion of all of the messy emotions that really make it hard to move through it in a clear way I love Does that. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of the keywords you said there was witness. Um, so to just observe something without having the weight or the uh, negative charge attached to it is that's a game changer when you can do that. Um, a really good resource for that is Gabby Bernstein's um, Judgment Detox book. She talks a lot about just witnessing things without judging them. So um, the book is, is called Judgment Detox. So she's really talking about how to like detox your judgments, right? Your judgments of yourself, of others. 
um, which all comes back to emotional intelligence. But really the bottom line that I got from that book is if you can, and this goes back to the respond versus reacting as well, is if you can just sit there and witness it without a charged emotion mm-hmm. um, and ask yourself just what you said with Byron Katie is like, like, what is this actually telling me? And not being super critical of it, not overanalyzing it to death, just like being with it. Um, it kind of takes away its power and neutralizes it. It's so powerful. Like the same exact same situation. You feel completely different in your body. Mm-hmm. Like so to stay empowered that you can feel good no matter what is going on, no matter someone's mad at you, if like whatever's going on in your world, you can still take the power and be like, yeah, that happened. This is what I need to do. And here's how I'm going to move forward. It's a total game changer. And just think of like the smallest example in your life. So a thought pops up in your head. It could be like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling tired today. The judgment could come in just from that. Oh, I'm probably tired because I didn't do this and I should be exercising and I I ate and I ate like crap yesterday and judge, judge, judge. I'm so bad because I don't have energy today. What? (laughs) Yeah. Rather than like, I don't have energy today. Like, you know, so it's like, just let things be. And, And if you're in a healing journey, whether it's like a like a spiritual energetic healing and or a physical healing, they kind of go hand in hand, but like physical healing, the same thing goes for like um, your arm hurts, right? Let your arm just hurt without meaning. Mm -hmm. And that goes, that's really, I think that could encompass a lot of emotional intelligence. Oh, totally. Yeah. Literally everything you're saying, it's, yeah, 100%. It always goes back to emotional intelligence, the smallest of things. And um, a a lot of us just don't realize that. But at the end of the day, when you have that skill, everything else in your life is going to run at a much smoother level. Yes. Chill zone. Yes. East Coast (laughs) chill vibes, you guys. The whole world needs that. Okay, so... Steph, how can we, how can we build from the ground up? Like, I mean, how can start from the ground level? Like how do they start their emotional intelligence journey? How do they get to a place where they're, they're well enough physically, mentally, spiritually to start that journey? What does that look like? You know, I think it's interesting because a lot of the time in my experience, when I see others that embark on this, this path, they often have to hit this crossroads where they're just quite frankly, sick of their own bullshit like Mm. they're sick of being so angry they're sick of feeling so uh resentful so it almost often comes at this breaking point doesn't always have to i i i'm discovering this wave of like early 20 something year olds and they just get it like they're Mm. so in tune with personal development emotional intelligence And from my, from my viewpoint, they haven't had like these like crazy life experiences that they had to make that decision. Like, am I going down this path or not? They just, it was just kind of more instilled in them, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Whereas I know for myself, I just, I just got tired of like my life just feeling not what I wanted it to be. So I had to set out on a path. Some people just find the path in a really like smooth transition. Some people have like a very, (laughs) a very um, awkward way of finding that path. Either way, however you find the path, I think you have to just 
just declare to yourself that I'm worthy of feeling good. Mm, I'm worthy of feeling good. Oh, I think we, oh, I thought I lost you for a sec. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm worthy of feeling good. And just like going, really working on that like inner worthiness and to know that like feeling good feels good. You're allowed to feel good. I think a lot of people think that's reserved for like special people. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so in a roundabout way, I think going back to the, to your question, I think you just have to make a decision. You put your, your line in the sand and say like, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to behave. And these are my habits and this is my behavior. Um, and from there you just keep, you just keep adding to it. It's a lifelong journey. Like there is no finish line here. I read, I'm a book addict. I am always reading some sort of book that encourages personal growth, spiritual growth, because that's, you know, that's the journey we're on, right? Is to expand and grow. So um, yeah, I don't know if that like directly answers your question, but I think you just have to decide and you have to tell yourself, I, I deserve to have a peaceful life. I deserve to have, you know, compassionate relationships and it will come back to that emotional intelligence. Mm. I am worthy of feeling good. Everyone write it down, you guys. I am worthy of feeling good. And you, yes, you can feel good with, with um, you know, despite circumstances in your life. If there's challenging people in your life, challenging situations, they can be in their little tornado and you can still feel good. You can still feel good in the same house right and um it's it really is a strength like not like none other um so i know both of uh, you and i are reading the book how to do the work mm -hmm. um, by dr nicole lapera yeah and that's a beautiful tool because it's so much it's all about personal responsibility it's also so much about um empathy but not just like a blanket of empathy. It's like really understanding how and why people behave the way that they do, why people raise their voices for no reason and how that's like because of past trauma, right? So it's really, you know, if you're having a hard time with empathy of like, why are people acting so freaking crazy or so, you know, dramatic or angry, this book will really help you. I mean, even just following her, it's, it's some awesome breakthroughs there. Like, oh, that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Ad adults who haven't healed the trauma of their childhood, they're going to show up like this as grownups, right? Yeah. And um, and then you, you, can, you can love on them and maybe point them in that direction. And Steph and I were also given this book um, from, this makes me feel like I'm real smart, Harvard <laughs> Business Review, okay? The Harvard Business Review did a book on, on emotional intelligence. So if you read nothing else on emotional intelligence, read these definite articles from the Harvard Business Review. So um, super successful, incredible, compassionate, empathetic CEO, um, Kevin Guest of USAN Health Sciences. He handed us this book and obviously he knows how to build a wildly successful business, but also um, a business that leads with heart and integrity and empathy. So this is what readers are, lead, are learning. They're learning emotional intelligence because if you have a lack of emotional intelligence, doesn't matter how successful your business is or how successful your relationships are, you could easily blow that up by taking things, you know, mm -hmm. to heart. 
hundred percent. And you said something, and I just wanted to mention about the, the holistic psychologist. So that's, um, the, how to do the work. So, uh, Dr. Nicole Lopera. So one of the things that she says, and we know this, um, a lot of us not always consciously know this, but like, if we don't, if we don't take responsibility for who we are and our actions and our traumas, that gets passed down generationally. Mm. So that literally gets instilled in like the DNA of our children. And it will go so far down the lineage until someone acknowledges it and says enough's enough, I need to heal this. Mm -hmm. And again, it always, it often shows up in, in unfamiliar patterns. Like, you know, like just follow her on Instagram. I, I started following her. It was probably, but it was when she just kind of first started on Instagram. I think she's only been on a couple of years mm -hmm. and her following, she's got like three point some million. And that happened in like two years wow. and she just blew up, like completely blew up. And I remember when I first found her, she only had under 10,000 followers. And I was like, this girl is on something like she, her, her approach is so incredible and she was actually ridiculed because of her approach to psychology like she took a different path which emotional intelligence also that that tells you like i can be who i am and take a different path that's not the norm mm -hmm. and that's a sidebar um but yeah it, it's very much something that we need to be aware of and be responsible for because it literally will pass through like the ancestral line mm -hmm. until someone puts their foot down and says, why do I behave this way? What is this anxiety? What is this trauma? What is this like reaction and behavior that I have? Um, and for some people, they might not be able to self-identify, but like, that's why we have energy healers. That's why people go to like Reiki and past life regression and uh, hypnotherapists and all that kind of stuff, whether you are into that or not. I think there's so much value to do that for yourself just to see what you don't see because someone outside of you, they can pick up on stuff in your energy and your chakras, all that kind of stuff that you could spend an entire lifetime trying to figure out. So I think that's also part of the equation is to really do that for yourself and say, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go on this quest and find the people and one way you can do that is who are you intuitively drawn to? Like literally look, go and scan like energy healers or shamans or whatever. I don't care what it is, but I think we all need one just to help set us on a path to crack us open to, um, to a, a view that we don't see of ourselves because we're so deep in it. Amen, sister. And like that, that is the single best gift you can give your children it is like that is the best gift if you can heal the the intergenerational trauma um because don't think that you're like oh i'm over what mom and dad did i'm over what no you're not yeah. <laughs> right because if you're seeing anything you're seeing in your children it's like they didn't just magically <laughs> you know, start acting like that. There's something that's either that either they're modeling or you can love yourself enough to say, that's not my fault. I can't control what happened to me when I was a child, but also bringing that empathy to your children and say like, this isn't, this is, this is what's going on, but love yourself. Let's go through this together. You do the work, 
they do the work, embrace counseling as a family, energy work as a family. If we can teach our children how to be emotionally intelligent, how to, to really to master their emotions. Oh my gosh, you guys, like yeah. what an incredible gift. And there is, um, and generational trauma, intergenerational trauma, I've heard it explained both ways that this is common, um, language now, right? Mm -hmm. So even, um, in, in Windsor here where I live, you know, if you go see a counselor, they'll say, okay, so they're going to say, okay, so this is the behavior that's happening with the child. Now, mom, dad, what happened? You know, so yes. now they're going to say, oh, the mom and dad are like, oh, I don't know what's the problem. I'm fine. I'm good. Right. Okay, cool. What happened here when you were a child? What's your youngest memory of this? Right. How was grandma and grandpa like the going back? Right. And again, all of us are, we can love ourselves with our imperfections. And if we can model that, you know, just that example without judgment, like, my gosh, you know, that's, that's such a gift. It's such a gift. And something to go back to the kiddos again, like I'm, I'm not a mom of human children. I have a lot of fur children, but fur and feathers, <laughs> fur and feathers. <laughs> um, but just to know again, how, how important it is to be a parent that has emotional intelligence because your child from age zero to seven, they literally download every single pattern, belief, story, habit. They're, they're a walking subconscious. So they aren't consciously filtering this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, think of it like a computer system. Like you're literally just downloading a program into their brain up until the age of seven. And then once they're past the age of seven, that's when they can start doing their critical thinking and actually start processing things for themselves. But up into that age, they are literally only doing what they're told. And that's why you see a lot of us like carrying those patterns and then you can go back to like, okay, well, what happened to me before the age of seven? That was like a significant moment. Mm -hmm. um, so if our parents can be aware enough to not like, to not be like, I don't want to say crazy, but you know what I mean? Like, like get your stuff under control because mm -hmm. <laughs> your kids matter. It matters. Yeah. 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 And, um, my, my mom is on a beautiful journey right now of healing and self-discovery and she'll be on soon enough again. Um, but we did some muscle testing the other day and there's, so you could muscle test and we'll go through this in another episode, but muscle test to see where in your life you're carrying trauma and trauma sounds like a very dramatic word but it's something that your body registered as trauma. So maybe you have someone, maybe you actually lived through trauma that you were like, yeah, that was traumatic, but it could also just be different times in your life where you felt like your body felt um, like that, that vagus nerve kind of kicked in and you like felt like the fight or flight situation. And we did muscle testing and it was some somewhere between five and seven that I'm holding on to something, which I can't identify in terms of a memory, but that just tells me to do the work. Okay. So I'm carrying a limiting thought, belief, trauma that is now showing up in my adulthood in some way, right? So how cool is that? And she identified hers, which was later, a little bit later in life. It was actually like 15, 16, but anyways, so it's like, we all have work to do. We all do. Yeah, we all do. I don't care who you are. You have work to do. <laughs> and isn't that exciting that we can, that we can evolve and get better. And we're not just like, we're not just the way we are. Yeah. 
to, to be able to have that uh, self-empowerment where you can literally lift the veil to something that has been so suppressed, mm -hmm. like in your t tissues, in your cells, your whole life, you didn't even know you buried it so deep that you didn't even know it was there. And to be able to like set that free, I just got goosebumps because it's like the coolest, yeah. most empowering thing you can do for yourself and your family. Amazing. Well, Steph, we can talk with us all day, I'm sure, but we better wrap it up. Is yeah. there anything else you want to share on this topic? No, I think that's, I think, like you said, we could honestly pivot this 500 different directions, but um, I think that's the basis of it. I just, I just think people need to really understand that importance of emotional intelligence and doing the work and, you know, that there's endless tools, resources, people to guide you. So you can't really use the excuse of like, I just don't know what to do. Like you just have to, you just have to do something. And then that will put you forward on the next step, the next step. That's literally, that's all I ever did. It was like, okay, this felt, this feels good. What's the next thing I can do? Mm -hmm. And also to know too, going back to just being like, you don't always, always have to be working on yourself. Like just being is really important as well, but like to make sure that you are, you know, um, peeling back layers over time is, is a really great thing to do for yourself. Oh, it's incredible. And, and if you want a crash course of personal development, um, of emotional intelligence, just grow a business because if you <laughs> want to be successful, that's just going to have to happen. You're, yeah. There's no room to carry, um, like grudges and gossip and low energy bullshit because you it just will stop you for it will block you from everything that you desire in your life so yeah. whether you're an entrepreneur whether you're um whether you're a chicken mama or a mama of kids or whether whatever you do in your life if you want to evolve and, and just have more peace in your life feel better in your body uh just enjoy life more make it a little personal mission to just pick up a book, read something, watch something on emotional intelligence. We hope this podcast was helpful. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Krista. Thanks, Steph.